So the last time I recorded a podcast episode, it was a while ago, I'll admit, it was a while ago, and we talked about habits, at least I think we did. If not, I mean, I guess you could go back and check. I think we talked about habits in our last episode. In that case, we talked about the habit of exercise. Maybe. <laughs> it was a while ago. It's like been over a month. Today, I'd like to talk a little bit about money habits by quoting my first favorite author, Charles Dickens. Today's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with a quote here from David Copperfield, a novel I first read in college when I was going through my Read Everything by Charles Dickens phase. You guys have that phase? No, just me. Young David Copperfield meets Mr. Micawber, who has many a money problem. That is, he has no ability nor desire to manage his money well, always incurring debts and never able to pay them off, landing him eventually in debtor's prison. By the way, if you've seen the movie that came out a couple years back, Mr. Macabre does not get the kind treatment that Dickens gives him in the novel, and rightly so. Guy was a scumbag. And since we're talking about the movie, I must say I absolutely loved it. So if you haven't seen the David Copperfield movie, I couldn't name any actors in it because I'm not really into movies, but it was really good. Today's money quote is very wise and ironically comes from the bumbling money manager himself, Mr. Macabre. Annual income, oh, and I quote, Annual income, 20 pounds. Annual expenditure, 19 and 6. Result, happiness. Annual income, 20 pounds. Annual expenditure, 20 pounds. Ought and 6. Result, misery. This quotation had a large impact on me during my college days, partly due to the confirmation bias since I had drilled into me in my formative years to avoid consumer debt. This advice has saved me much woe. It's quotes like these that make teaching and learning literature such a joy, I might say. We see through the realm of literature the consequences of choices. Speaking of choices, you can make a great choice by heading on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. It is. Even Mr. Micawber himself can afford ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com because it's free. The internet's free. Well, I mean, I guess you have to pay for like Wi-Fi and stuff. You can go to the library. Micawber could go to the library. In fact, if you don't have internet, I don't know how you're listening to this, but if you don't have internet, it would be worth paying for internet just to get access to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. Speaking of internet, I was uh, searching on the internet not too long ago and uh, came across uh, good money habits. I like to learn things. I found these, these habits, uh, um, yeah, habit number one. If there's any habit, any habit, money habit you start, it is this one right here. This will make doing everything else either no longer necessary or easy. The article I read had 13 money habits. You don't need 13 money habits. You just need one. Just get on a budget. It's not one of the first good money. It's the only. It, without this money habit, nothing else is really going to work long term. Get on a budget. A budget will help you manage your money successfully. Budgeting helps you pay your bills on time, build wealth by saving, and prevent financial mishaps. Now, if you're a teacher like me, and I'm pretty sure you are since you're listening to this, you might not be a millionaire. Just, just, you know, just guessing. But you can amass wealth even in this profession. And the first step is getting on a budget, figuring out expenses, figuring out ways to save, getting another job. Oh, wait, that's not part of being on a budget. But being on a budget, after creating my budget, I'm like, you know what? If I'm ever going to become, if I'm ever going to amass any amount of wealth, I need to figure out a way to bring in more income. So uh, 
a budget can inspire. It's not just this. People look at budgets as shackles. They're not shackles. Teachers, my teacher friends, the world needs you to succeed financially. Why? Because we don't want burnt out, broke, stressed out teachers. And I taught, I would say the first 10 years, first 15 years of teaching, I was, I mean, I was broke, stressed out. And it was holding me back in the classroom. And I think the more broke, stressed out teachers we have, the harder it is to teach and the harder it is to inspire. Because if we're telling students to follow their dreams and we're up there broken, stressed out, they're going to be like, yeah, this guy followed his dreams, right? Get on a budget. Helps you pay your bills on time, build wealth, prevent financial mishaps. This would be the one habit I would start if you're struggling financially. If you're struggling financially, and a lot of teachers are. I know this because I am one and I struggled. If you are struggling financially, if you're trying to get out of debt, doing this one thing will make all other money habits either easier to establish or no longer necessary. So you're not going to go into debt if you're following your budget, for example. You're not going to spend $150 on eating out instead of paying a $134 power bill. How much are power bills these days? These days? Um, my utilities are paid as part of my contract and have been for like three years, but I remember them being pretty high. I think we paid 140 150 in the winter on power and then like 200 and something. Anyhow, it has nothing to do with literature. For example, getting on a budget will help you live below your means and pay off debt. It'll help you plan for future expenses, seen and unseen. Plan for retirement. Force you to review your spending. Allow you to increase your insurance deductibles and decrease your co-pays. Pay your bills early and create a financial plan. Hello. If you do one thing, if you do this one thing, you're going to be in better shape. At the very least, you're going to know how <laughs> wrecked your finances are. I felt that way when I started. What I also found out was I was doing better than I thought. I know we got off the literature track here. This is the Teaching ELA podcast, but again, my goal is to help you in and out of the classroom. And I think by, I, if I can convince one teacher to get on a budget, stick to a budget, then I will feel that I've made you a better teacher. Not because I've come up with some amazing lesson today, but because you're going to be a lot less stressed out. I did do a money one once. It was fun. It was a, I'll have to bring that up in a future lesson plan. I once taught a story called The Devil and Tom Walker. And Tom, uh, Tom Walker was, uh, he would loan money out at exorbitant rates. The standard, you know, the standard. I'll give you all this, and then at the end, the devil takes your soul kind of story. And we started talking about, with my students, too, I taught in a rough neighborhood at this time, started talking about uh, dollar loan centers, and uh, talking about how dollar loan centers in those places actually charge a higher interest rate than Tom Walker was doing, and Tom Walker was, you know, he made a deal with the devil. And they were, my students were kind of shocked. They'd never, they thought, oh, you get a loan at the payday loan place, and you just pay 4% interest. They didn't realize it was 4% interest a week, which compounded out to something ridiculous, which was far more than even the devil through Tom Walker was charging in the story. So uh, what happened was I had students say, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tie this story to a brick and throw it through the window of the payday loan center down the street. And I'm like, ah, let's not do that. Anyhow, he didn't do it. But hopefully that lesson stayed once again. Mr. Micawber, annual income 20 pounds, annual expenditure 19, 19, and 6, result happiness. Annual income 20 pounds, annual expenditure 20 pounds, ought and 6, result misery. 
Takeaways today. Great literature is more than a great story. It's got life lessons. Two, just because we're teachers doesn't mean we're destined to be poor. And three, create a budget and stick to it. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 